Greatiness to this episode because this episode is about motivation, and I'm consistently being exposed to motivation and people's motivation as a symptom of depression, just in all around functioning that I'm looking at. But where does the idea of motivation, internal motivation, you know, this internal motivation that is not impacted by external circumstances. I commonly thought people were either born with this internal level of motivation or they're not. And you know, I'm on the fence. I really don't have an accurate answer to that. But I can tell you what I do know. I think the idea as an individual being swayed or altered by outside circumstances has a lot to do with motivation. But it doesn't start there. It really starts with our relationship that we have with ourselves. If I have self-talk inside that's self-defeating, that would sound something like, I'm not good enough. It's not going to work anyways. Why should I do it? It never worked in the past. Um, I'm not capable of doing it. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Variations of these core beliefs. If I have these somewhere inside my head, it's very tricky for me to get out of bed and be motivated to do something. It is also very similarly resembling the symptoms that you can understand in depression or that you've known in depression or the diagnosis corresponding with that. Self-talk really is a great indicator of the relationship that we have with ourselves. And I think it's also a contributor, a major contributor to motivation, especially internal motivation, because external motivation is kind of like money, sex, I don't know, anything that could be outside of you, basically. Internal motivation is just you. And really, it's the self-talk that you have, the relationship that you have with yourself, um, the beliefs that you have in yourself that determine the motivation or determines the internal motivation. In understanding this, we always go back to you being the source of relief. You must be the source of relief. Because if you choose, if your main motivation is outside of you, The problem becomes of us trying to keep it because that's usually the nature of something outside of us. We like to cling to something outside of us that makes us happy. And unfortunately, it is a temporary fix to almost everything because that is the nature of the external world, the external physical world. It is, is, it is temporary. Now, the good news, I know you're thinking, wow, this is pretty somber, but the good news is that on the inside, Whatever you develop on the inside, now you can have that unconditionally. Uh, You can have the climate on the inside of you be unconditionally forgiving, unconditionally loving, and will transcend whatever that's external. But unfortunately, we've been primed, we've been conditioned that external motivators are the most important, right? If we get a great job, we got to go to the right school, we got to read the right books. We got to have the right friends. We have, uh, I don't know how many likes we got to have in the picture on Facebook. I don't know how many friends we have. The other day I heard my sister say uh, she has 500 friends. I'm like, Oh my God, I don't, I I don't, I don't, I'm lucky if I have like two, two or three, you know, because of the, 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 um, 
the time and usually my friends are very low maintenance i'm very lucky and grateful for that because <laughs> if they were high maintenance i think they would be disappointed but yeah it, our world has be- become very significantly outside externally motivated we've supported that for so long but eventually it it doesn't work it really doesn't work because the people that we cling to uh, that we love right for example, our parents, eventually they're going to die. Husband, wife, eventually they might have to go to work. <laughs> uh, all the variations of loss could happen to anything that is outside of me. So it is basically a delusion that we live in that that motivation from external is going to be a long-term thing. It is not. So to solve this problem, okay, and I'm oversimplifying, of course, is really to... reduce significantly the amount of value we place on external sources of motivation to reduce the attention that we place on external outcomes. They're easy, they're tangible, which is what makes them so powerful. On the inside, as you're changing, you will not see the change so loudly, but outside you can definitely measure change. You, can, you know when a person passes or when you have a boyfriend or when you get a new boyfriend or new girlfriend, uh, when you have more money in the bank. So external sources are easier to measure. They're easier to touch and hold and sleep with at night. But they're in fact temporary. That That is in their nature. I'm not trying to be uh, depressive. <laughs> I mean, it's good news that it's temporary. That, mean, that means eventually you have no choice but to work on the relationship that you have with you. That's the beautiful, that's the beautiful uh, outcome of reducing the level of value we place on external sources and bringing it all the way back in. Because eventually, eventually you'll become frustrated enough. And by the time anybody comes to see me for therapy, they're usually at that point where they're frustrated because what they are trying to make happen on the outside to get happy on the inside usually is never enough. Usually is never enough. I'm never going to get anybody uh, coming to therapy who's just fully in gratitude of what, what they feel and experience and have on the outside. I mean, that's, that's not usually a, a problem and I will never see them in therapy. But the problem does happen, which is very common, which is a problem I even had. I was doing all that stuff, you know, oh, I was getting a degree, I was getting a job, I was getting a car, I was getting a house. And why wasn't I happy yet? Why wasn't I satisfied at minimum, not even happy at minimum, satisfied. That's a good outcome to have, but I wasn't even there. And so when I started working internally, when I started mending the relationship I have with myself, it opened up the opportunity for freedom, freedom from old beliefs about me, old beliefs that have shaped my reality and opened up the possibility of the new, the possibility of the unknown. Because growth is not in what we already know. Growth is in the unknown. I am still talking about motivation. This is all part of motivation and the relationship that you have with you. Now, if you don't like yourself, if there's some kind of self-talk in there that is pretty filthy, it's my favorite word I use for that kind of thing. It's it's a filthy way of thinking. It's just dirt in there. And you are running whatever beliefs you have been reinforcing since early age usually. Then it's kind of hard to defend 
yourself from you. It's, it's very tricky to defend yourself from you when you want to do something or want to apply for a job and take risks in your life for growth. It's tricky because your brain will come up with a great reason to retrieve old beliefs of why you're not good enough or you're not going to get that job or you're not qualified enough for that job or you're not beautiful enough for that guy or girl, it will run old beliefs. They're not real by any, by any means. They are not real, but they are learned. They're learned and they've been reinforced. And that's very powerful, very powerful. The thoughts are not real and, and the feelings are actually the, the production of the thoughts that you have. They're the chemical production of the thoughts that you have. So a lot of people really put a lot of weight on their feelings without really understanding that the thoughts come kind of first and then the feelings are experienced physically from the thoughts that you're having usually, right? So if you tend to have negative, self-limiting, self-defeating thoughts, then you tend to feel that way. And thoughts are habits. It's not like one day you're going to wake up and have a different thought. We're not original thinkers. We are actually just recycling all the time. So it is very difficult for us to go back and, and change that uh, if we're doing it unintentionally. Now, intentionally is a different, you know, outcome, but and unintentionally, I'll just keep recycling the same thoughts, solving the same pro solving my problems in the same way. And I'll just keep going thinking this is real. This is all I'm stuck with. This is all I'm going to ever be. So it is beyond important that to sum up the understanding that we are responding to an old system of beliefs, which keeps us from taking risks into the unknown. Which, how does this connect to your motivation? Because of this relationship that you have within you, this belief system you got going on, and it really is a relationship that you have with you, within you, that you really have not been tending to, which makes sense. If I'm externally motivated, if I'm sitting there getting my value from anything external, the last thing I'm looking at reshaping or placing value on would be the inside. As a matter of fact, every time I'm putting value on something outside of me that I think is going to be the determinant of my happiness, more than likely it's moving me further and further away from a relationship with me. I'm not tending to my own gardens at this point. I'm tending to everybody else's gardens and I'm trying to get my value from anywhere I can get. But again, I'll just keep coming back to disappointment because nothing is really changing. If I'm producing the same thoughts, I'm producing the same behaviors, same feelings, same outcomes, nothing is really changing. So I want you to start thinking about what would it take for you to start looking, <coughs> excuse me, start looking inside for your value. What would it take for you to do that? Ask yourself if you are willing to try things you haven't tried. For example, if you are usually thinking that you're not good enough or it's not good enough, I want you to start kind of using thoughts, even if you don't believe them, but I want you to start using them instead of what you're currently using. You're doing this intentionally. You're really attempting to create a relationship with yourself that is forgiving, that is self-loving, and it loves you unconditionally. We're creating all of that in there because... It's going to, and mind you, I said, it, I don't, I don't care if you believe it at this point. I just want you to start thinking the thoughts to introduce them with your awareness of how you're judging them. Okay. I don't want you to judge them. I just want you to say them in your head. I want you to do what people that love themselves do. 
I want you to say the things that people who love themselves and are worthy say. Really important. I, I Again, believing it is not as important yet because the first beliefs that we had growing up were actually uh, not real to us, kind of dealt to us by our family and reinforced by them. So even if we resisted the thoughts or the beliefs, we were made to believe eventually and reinforced through, you know, whatever was used, punishment and reward or whatever that was used for parenting. Eventually we were made to believe that these thoughts were, were real, but in fact they're not. They're just a reality that we believe now. We're just recycling and rehearsing it over and over. But we can actually rehearse new thoughts. So as long as you keep that in mind, if you're trying to do something new, just do it. Just do it. Limit the judgment you have about it. And just go on and do it. Just go on and do it. You either do it or you don't. We don't try to do things. We just do them or we don't. Try is almost disregarding your ability to do something. It's like saying, I'm going to go ahead and fail. Why don't you say try so you could just, so I could just believe that I'm going to try. So don't worry about trying. You just keep doing it until it's done. That's the beauty of change and flexibility. We got to have the flexibility inside us to change. And is it likely that when I start liking me more, that I would want to do good things for myself, that I would want to uh, get the better job or apply for one, or I'm more likely to take risks in the kind of jobs I'm going to choose that I never thought about before, the kind of people that I'm going to ask out. Am I likely to take those risks when I like myself? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we do nice things for people that we like, <laughs> but people that we don't like, we are not going to do nice things. So that's why we lack motivation on the inside. You got to ask yourself, what do I sound like in there? Do I, do I sound like I'm my worst enemy? Do I sound like the self-defeating enemy or do I sound like um, I'm, I'm my biggest cheerleader? Um, I'm, I, I unconditionally love me and respect me. I understand my uniqueness. I'm worthy. And even if I don't believe those things, I just do what these traits require me to do. That's all I'm wanting you to do because eventually, like we had before in childhood, those beliefs that were not mine became mine. So what makes you think you're not capable of redoing that? You are absolutely capable. You can do it. You can recondition your, your beliefs and your thoughts. And as a matter of fact, there's no better time than do it now. <laughs> no pressure or anything. So this is my whole spiel on motivation. And I'm so grateful that we get to discuss this topic. It is a very common topic for me to discuss, especially in therapy. Because most people think, well, I'm just not motivated enough. And they expect to be like hit on the head to say, okay, here's the motivation, go ahead. Or that there's going to be an aha moment. But it takes work. It takes, it took work, believe it or not, to be unmotivated. I think it's very possible that it might take work to get motivated. But it starts with what is happening on the inside. Checking whether you're externally motivated or internally motivated. Starting with assessing yourself, talk. Do I sound like garbage and filth in there? Or do I sound like, I don't know, fresh baked cookies and fresh lemonade or fresh lemonade and fresh baked cookies? I don't know. What does it sound like in there? The point is, is that you have full control, really, of the climate inside of you. However, you do not have control at all, at all. To, to some extent, not some extent, most of it, most of the time, you do not have control of the climate outside. <laughs> You do not, but the climate inside, absolutely, yeah. So let's get started on this work because you are worth it. You are absolutely worth it. Every human being is. We are getting closer to freedom every time I meet with you. 
and every time we discuss self-awareness strategies. That's the outcome that we want is to be free internally. So thank you so much again. My name is Tala and I will see you on our next episode with Drive Through Therapy. Thank you. Thank you.